He probably won't listen to this. I don't think he will. I don't think Sting's going to listen either. Welcome to the Backyards of Key West podcast with your host, Mark Barato. This is the Backyards of Key West. My name is Mark Barato, and why don't you introduce yourself and what you do? All right. My name is Bree Ganji, uh, Brianna to some. Brianna. And I'm the marketing director here at the Key West Theater and for Ramshead Presents Key West. Okay, so let's let's start, if you don't mind, with Ramshead Presents or the parent company or how, that whole thing because okay. I do no research beforehand. <laughs> That's I, great. <laughs> because I like to have a normal conversation Love it. and not think in my head, I already know all these things, so yep. please, if you don't mind. Sure. So Ramshead um, has been in QS for about five years. Mm-hmm. And so they started um, in the Northeast, in the Annapolis area. Um, So they have some venues up there. Uh, They do large-scale shows, smaller-scale shows. Um, They go to colleges, and we'll put on shows there. Mm -hmm. Um, But here in Key West, they – so the owner of um, Ramside is Bill Muehlhauser. Mm -hmm. So he has been coming to Key West for a very, very long time, and he's always been involved – with music, had an interest in music, and saw the opportunity to bring music to Key West because, right. you know, you have- When um, was that? Sorry. Um, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. So there was I'm music sure th- here, but it was just more local acts yeah, like, rather than grander. Yeah, there are grander. some great free live music yes. venues here. Yes. Amazing ones. And um, I think he more so saw the opportunity for bigger right. concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Key West Theater was here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, five years ago, the building itself and the Key West Theater name was more theater driven. So, right, like performing arts rather exactly. than mu- musical. Yep. And so the first show they put on was in, I want to say, November of 2015. Rams had put on Dina Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I think I think I while we're stalling. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) So we need to have a little bit more of the picture here. So Key West Theater, did he purchase it? Was it? Yes. Okay. So he came down here and there was like um, cats and musicals Mm -hmm. and those kind of things going on. And he's like, we need real music, not real music, but we just need not theater. We need more like performing music. Music. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to buy this theater and I want to put together these amazing acts and bring yeah. big time music to Key West. Yep. And so at the time, um, a great gentleman by the name of Tap Johnson owned the building. Mm-hmm. And so he did for a few years into Ramshead putting on shows here. So Ramshead got an office here um, and they started to establish themselves with these concerts. But it was only about two years ago that Bill bought the building, nice. um, created an office space here for Ramshead employees, not just, you know, for himself right. or one person. Um, And all of that theater stuff started to just kind of separate. And, you know, you saw more of it being moved down the street and across the street. So at the studios and at Tropic Cinema. Yes. And so about two years ago, um, you know, Ramshead was able to say this is a a music-driven facility. Right. Um, Whether that be recording in the recording studio, Mm -hmm. 
uh, turning this backstage listening room into a performance a performance venue, right? Um, because before it was just a tiny little practice space mm-hmm. for the the theater people. So, is this was this his first actual? Um, I wouldn't say building, but just place for the music to perform in. In Key West. No, I mean in, in total. General? Yeah. No. Okay. So he owns other buildings. He's this isn't his first go nope. at this. Nope. He had already established Ram's Head up in Maryland, um, in Annapolis and Okay. So yeah. not just because I thought it was from what it sounded like mm-hmm. that it was um okay, we are the production company that puts together all the acts instead of, and we have the facility for them to perform on. So he, it, it was the opposite. It started as, as a putting on the shows ah. and then having the facility and sort of being able to to um, say this is how yeah. it could go. Yeah, no, that's great because a lot of times those things are separated. So mm-hmm. now that it's like all in, impacted into one yeah. venue where it's like, okay, the staff is working here. Yep. The You could be recording music in here. They yep. could be performing here. And it's mm-hmm. all owned by the same person or the yep. same business. It's great. Instead yeah. of like, I got a landlord here and I got this here. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I understand the separation of that. But in this, it just seems like it's a really good fit. Yeah. And it's been working well. It's been working really well. And so the Key West Theater... Um, is also a nonprofit. So the Key West Theater and Community Stage is a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And so... What does that mean? Key West Theater and Community Stage. Yeah. So any show that is put on at the Key West Theater, this is where things get really funny to explain okay. and it might make people's brains hurt. It's okay. We can have a little brain hurting on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Key West Theater and Community Stage would be your coffee butler shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be the shows that we put on here in the backstage listening room. Any of those local events that aren't put on by, say, hmm, like Ralph De Palma will do a show uh-huh. or, um, you know, people during fantasy fest week can rent the venue and put on a show. So that's, so it's not just like if it's uh the high school wants to put on a musical or something, they're coming here. It's yeah. more like smaller local acts yeah. instead of like, I don't know, some big record label is yeah. like, Hey, we're sending X, Y, Z person down there. Right. Like, how would that work? Let's say that I'm sting, mm-hmm. which I'm not uh, <laughs> clearly by the voice. And I'm like, I want to go to Key West. I want to yeah. play in something intimate. I want to be in Key West. My manager right. fi- figured out. Yep. How does that so work? So that would usually go through Ramshead because right. Ramshead is, you know, capable of putting on right. shows like that. Whereas if they came to the Key West Theater and Community Stage and I said, see. I want to put I this see. on, Got we it. would be like, well, you know, this should really go through people who know how. Right. So ra- they go, then my team, as Mia Sting, would go yeah. to Ramshead and then work. And work out a deal. Right. And uh, then what I want in my green room, like exactly. a yoga mat and all this stuff to do yeah. my yoga and all that. And, yeah. and then and then would sell the tickets as well, right? Mm-hmm. So so the, the tickets actually go through the Key West Theater box office. Okay. So anybody who's renting our venue um, through the QS Theater, anybody who's renting our venue through Ramshead, their tickets are going to be sold through the QS Theater box office. Right. Okay. So the building itself is owned by a company, but the there is a charitable organization that's attached to this for particular type yeah. things like the ticketing that happens and other yeah. things. And so I think I get this it. is this is one little <laughs> part I forgot because it like I said it gets very confusing. So Bill owns Ramshead. Bill owns Key West Theater. Right. So 
it's two separate things, but it's not. Right, it's, right, right. He separated them two for so yeah, they have two separate purposes, exactly. but owned by the same business and person. And person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And his partners. And okay, that's very interesting. It gets very So know, tell detailed. me tell me I know I know Bill, we're talking about you. You're not here. I wish you were. He probably won't listen to this. <laughs> I don't think he will. I don't think Sting's going to listen to you. Um, <laughs> but my question is, do you know, was he a musician? Like, can you give me a little oh. origin story on him? Um, I know some of his origin. Uh, we had a we had a show here in the backstage listening room with Britt Myers uh-huh. um, of Keys Weekly. Uh-huh. And Britt actually interviewed him. And I was there, you know, listening in. And he has a very colorful uh, work history. He, I'm pretty sure, raced cars. Wow. He was a gas station attendant. Um, very interesting person. Right. Okay, good. This is yeah. This yeah, wasn't yeah. maybe his. at one time I'll get him. I think I think we should try for we'll it. We'll try it. We'll try to yeah. we'll try to sit him on this lovely couch. All right. So listen, everybody. Let me paint this picture because we we jumped a gun and mm-hmm. we went right into things. But so I'm getting this tour. Bree's giving me this tour, and you come in and you go in through the side because you go up to the second floor where the the offices are, and it's like an old historic building, right? How right. old is this building? You know, um, it was built in the 1800s. The original building. Right. It used to be a church, which we can get into that. We will get into that. Yeah. But and I think so, it was like 1860. Yeah. Something. You can tell it, it has this old creaky, not creaky like it's going to fall down, but creaky like it's yeah. got bone age to oh, yeah. it. And the floors are old and the walls. And it's such a beautiful experience. And when I look to get tickets or I looked online, it appears to be larger as far as like the seating and oh, how far am I going to be from the stage. But when I get the tour and I look, you're like, Every there's not a bad seat in the house, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that because I'm getting sponsored. I'm saying that because I want to buy tickets to come here, and I'm like, okay, good. Now I know where I can sit, and I'm like, I'm making my <laughs> observations. Mm-hmm. But you can go to the balcony, which has the well, I got the tour there, and has the private bathroom, and it has a private bar in that area up there, yep. or the general admission, I guess you would call it, and the, yep. the the ground level area, which is like every seat in there is pretty amazing. So. Yeah. Um, and then we did a little bit more touring and I saw where all the office space was. And now we walk through into another room, which is a smaller stage for performing, which right. can seat how many people? In the backstage listening room? Yeah. Uh, 55. Okay, 55 here. And then you said two something. In 278. The, 278 in the main, mm-hmm. 55 back here, which would be like, if I was staying, my closest friends, I'd be performing back here. Yeah, and he'd be like so amazing. You and- yeah, <laughs> right. He'd be putting me in pretzel poses. It'd yeah. be like so cool. And then we walk now into this other room, which is inside that other room. And this is like the production room. It's a recording studio. It's a recording studio mm-hmm. where they have the glass window where you can see the drums and yep. and that's where my band would be playing. This is also where our uh, nonprofit comes in. Mm-hmm. So we're so happy to get people in this room in the recording studio because there are so many amazing local musicians in this town. And right. it's hard to find an affordable space to record your original music. So we give great rates to locals. Um through the nonprofit, and right. uh, we also offer the space for podcasts. Mm, um, that's why it sounds so wonderful uh-huh. in here, and also for like voiceovers. And right, we had um, an ex NFL coach come in to do a voiceover for a commercial once, which was kind of cool. I and didn't know he him, was but visiting, or he would live was living here. He lives here part time. Okay. Somebody knew about it, contacted him. They're wow. like, "Hey, come here." Okay, what is the most famous recording that has been done in this building? Besides Pro- this one, of course. Besides this yeah, one. Yeah. Um, probably that ex-NFL okay. coach. That was kind of cool. But um, that's, I mean, 
we got to give locals the love. Yeah, yeah. You know, give me the local love. Do you know local love? We've had Nick Norman right. do stuff in here. Um, we have because it would be here or where Miami, right? You'd have to drive. On, to be honest, I know that like Jimmy Buffett has a recording studio in town. Uh, uh, Kenny Chesney, maybe. Right. Uh, so maybe if they want to offer up their space, but that's in but their their private one, their right? Private. Yeah. Right. So no probably yeah, up up north, yeah. way up north. Wow. And what about <laughs> what about the largest act that has performed here? We could say largest, um, your opinion on largest, and then sure. largest where you're like, oh my God, look at the turnout on this thing. All right. Colin Hay, uh-huh. which is really cool. He sold out. Um, Johnny Swim, which is much bigger now than when they, like, they didn't sell out this venue, which right. is kind of crazy to me, right. but now they're selling out much, much bigger venues. Um, Colin Hay, Johnny Swim, uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket was really cool. Oh, yeah. Back Indigo in the day, Girls. I remember Toad. Yeah, so we we like to say that we get people who are either on their way out or are on their way up. Right. Um, And sometimes we get those in-between people, but now we have two other venues that we can use through Ram's Head. Which are? Um, What are the other venues? Sunset Green Event Lawn. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I thought that was owned by that whole- It is. Right. Yep, so we'll rent that venue um, and put bigger acts there. Yeah, I was wondering, because I did see stuff, it was like- Ram's Head Presents. And yeah. I was like, how oh, this is working out, but uh-huh. I know. <laughs> um, and then also the QS Amphitheater. Nice. Which we just got um, the contract to manage. So you must be thrilled that that was built. I mean. It's amazing. Yeah. I think it's great for this town yes. to put it on the map even more. Um, get heads in beds, as they say. For sure. You know, coming from Miami, which is, I'm sorry, Miami, but a zero music town. I mean, there's wow. like zero sure. live music happening. I mean, mm-hmm. a couple things down here is like tons of live music yeah. all the time. So yep. it was nice to see and hear about the songwriters festival and all these yeah. things popping up that are really driving those larger acts to want to come here. Yep. And like when I was speaking with Nadine, when she had mentioned with um, the songwriters festival, mm-hmm. what's cool about it is you have these big headliners that'll come and they'll sing, but they won't go. They'll stay yeah. and they'll show up in this bar, this bar to listen to friends play yeah. and stuff like that. And that's so yeah. cool. It reminds me of like New Orleans and Jazz Fest and stuff like that. And that's that. what we want to be. Yeah. We want to be that in demand as, you know, New Orleans and Nashville even. Like yeah. it'd be so great to make Key West that. It would. I mean, come on with this weather and the yeah, water and everything. It's, it's like, yeah, it's and it's, amazing. you know, it's a big airport <laughs> for Key West. You wouldn't think yeah. so, but like direct flights to New York and stuff yep. like that. Come on. It's great. Yep. Okay. So. Tell me, um, what when when he first started, or, when, or how long have you been here? Uh, one year in August, so a little okay. over a year. Okay, so tell me about how how did the business begin to grow when he first took it over and started bringing in the music act? Was there mm-hmm. pushback? Were people like, "We love it," and it's been loved ever since? Um, I can't speak for Bill. But from the conversations I've had with Kelly, mm-hmm. so she's the director of the QS Theater, and right. she's, she also heads, um, you know, Ram's Head shows mm-hmm. and facilitates everything. Okay. She's awesome. And I, I think it was a very exciting concept that all of these bigger musicians were coming here and that they were going to be ticketed events. And, um, you know, music was moving out to Sunset Green Event Lawn. Like, it was very exciting. But it's a small... Um, amount of people in this town right so you can only right. hit the locals, them so much with yes uh 
concerts. Like, right. you know, they can't go to multiple concerts every week. Nobody can afford that. Right. It's crazy. And so I'd say the biggest um, thing to tackle was bringing people down from the mainland. Right. And it still is tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's becoming easier, especially with the QS Amphitheater. It's um, a bigger venue so that we're seeing bigger names there. It's gaining attention, which is great. Um, and that allows us to shine a light on the QS Theater. Like we have Blackberry Smoke coming to QS Stamp Theater. Mm-hmm. They're also doing a like a an exclusive acoustic set here at the QS Theater. Wow. So it's going to shine more light, hopefully, on these smaller venues as well. And what are you doing from a marketing standpoint to get the attention of these acts? Or do you go more like B2B and go after the production companies and the managers? Or how does that work? Most of the time, it's um, seeing who's touring where. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also, you know, the tour managers saying, we saw this venue or, you know, you're on our route. Can we work something out? But a lot of the time, it's us presenting them with a deal like, hey, you know, we see that you're in West Palm. Can you work in this state? You know, what are your prices? Right. Can we offer you this deal? That kind of thing. So let's, let's, I don't personally do any of that. Let's so. think of it like this. Let's pretend you have nothing planned. We're starting mm-hmm. from ground zero. Okay. Is it okay? Find out the, these 50 artists, find out where they're touring and their location. And if any of them are coming anywhere close to Florida, is it kind of go like that? Or how, how does that, yeah. be, that process even begin to go? I want to try to, how do I even know to start to find who? Like, sure. So our booking agents, we have one that's based out of New Orleans for Ramset anyway, mm-hmm. um, based out of New Orleans and then another in Annapolis. And so, Whatever their network is that they're okay. working with, there are lists of people who are touring and where they're going, and then it becomes a, a deal. You, you work a deal with so them. So they're, do, they're doing the searching for like all of the Rams Head venues, mm-hmm. and then they're saying, cool, this person's staying up in this area, we'll go to this one, and this one's coming down south, let's point them in this direction. Is that kind of how it is? Sort of, yeah. Okay. And then it's us seeking them out too. Right. Yeah. And then, so from a marketing perspective, you're mm-hmm. marketing the theater, or are you marketing the events as they're planned? Events as they're planned. Okay. It's and not so much the venue as a whole. Got it, got mm-hmm. it. All right, so like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy's coming, yeah. and you're like, cool, I need to get butts and seats. Yeah. What am I doing for that? Go. Okay, so I start by making a marketing plan. Right. Um, I usually get a sense of what works and what doesn't with a band, because you might have somebody like Samantha Fish, mm-hmm. who is sort of still just getting more well-known. Right. And, um, you know, you ask them, what are some things that work for Sam? What are some things that don't? And a lot of time it starts with Facebook ads. Right. I was just going to say, you could be like fans of yeah, yeah, exactly. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Yep. Let's start marketing to them in an X mile radius yep. of the location. And I, ironically, like I hate social media. Mm-hmm. I hate it. But there's no escaping it when you have a marketing job now. You have to get on Facebook and on Instagram bandsintown.com and you know hit all these people digitally Mm -hmm. so tell me what you hate about it what do i hate about social media Mm -hmm. um there's no depth to it 
Well, what about from the marketing perspective? Oh, from the marketing perspective, I love it. Right, because it is like <laughs> as deep as you can get into yeah. the individuality. Oh my gosh, you of, dissect every little detail. Yeah, and not to be great. all marketing here because we have two marketing <laughs> mm-hmm. people in the room. Um, but I love it because you are now allowed to speak to your customer the way yeah. they want to be spoken to. Exactly. You can say 40-year-old men that live in Massachusetts and talk with a Boston accent. Mm-hmm. You can talk in the, in the commercial <laughs> you're making to yeah. that instead of make a vanilla one sure. that is a white rich guy with glasses yeah. talking to everybody. And yeah. they're like, nobody likes commercials. No right. one believes any of that anyway. Now at least you can communicate more to the way audience. people want to be communicated to. Yeah. And so a good example of that is we have Lee Bryce coming down um, November 7th during the boat boat race week. <laughs> and so their team sent us a bunch of sizzle reels, which for people who don't know that, it's right. just like a quick little flash of different concerts and pictures and with a song in the background. It's like a mashup. It's a mashup. Yeah. Exactly. And so they sent us two. One was drinking class and the other was some song I didn't know. But I looked at Kelly and I was like, we have to get this out there to the Florida Keys. Like they're the drinking class and they love their little bars. And mm-hmm. that song just worked. So it was like we were speaking to just the Florida Keys with that song. Right. And we could choose all that. I would be be creating content at scale on used to be musically, but now it's TikTok. Mm, I have not hopped on TikTok. Even yet. though TikTok is young and it skews young, but guess what? So did Facebook. Yep. Now Facebook skews them a lot older. Yeah. Um, because it would be so cool mm. if you could like had the relationship with some musicians that they would be lip syncing other people's music. That would be amazing. And you could record that (laughs) and put that on TikTok. Yes. And and the thing about TikTok right now is because the, it's so under the, the amount of attention that's there Mm -hmm. that you can get exposure wise, just go to the app store and look up TikTok. If you don't know what I'm talking about is you don't have to put, uh, you don't have to be 16 and lip syncing on it. Right. You can put, the sizzle reel on there. Yeah. You can put everything on there. Yep. So because this is music that you guys are doing, I think it would crush if you can, even if you can get someone lip syncing their own song, yep. clearly lip syncing, yep. like start drinking water while, while the song's <laughs> playing and then do, I mean, it would just be hilarious. That would be pretty amazing. Just a little, a little free tip there. Yeah. Well, and it's cool because when these artists come here to the theater, like we had Amy Grant mm-hmm. last weekend and, um, Dirty Dozen Brass Band, right. which is a New Orleans yeah. band. Um, they're they're so cool. Like when they get here, they're like looking around yeah. and they're like, "How are you? How's it going?" Right. Like ninety percent of the time, they want to talk and engage, and right. they love doing that kind of stuff. So they yeah. might want to do it. It would be fun. It would be so fun. You can put <laughs> yeah. it on Instagram. You can put it everywhere. Yeah. Just from just from a social perspective of people yeah. being like, "Wow, these bands." It it makes them more personable. Totally. You know that's the thing about social media and marketing, you know, this, yeah. this is Ramshead present. So we're talking about all these kind of things as a yeah. business is it's like there, there's whether you love it or hate it. There's mm-hmm. a reason why reality TV does so well. Yep. There's a reason why when you're stuck in traffic for 20 minutes and then you drive and there's no accident, but everybody's rubbernecking because mm-hmm. people are curious. Totally. And if you could take the more real you are and show things to people, yeah, and and nothing has to be perfect because guess what? It's not perfect for them either. Right. In a world where everything social media is perfect, mm-hmm. the more imperfection you show, 
the more people say, wow, you want to get the person thinking me too, rather than, oh, and it's so much better to do that. So like recording, I would love to, like if I have a musician, whether they're coming in or they're coming out Mm -hmm. that I'm like obsessed with to see the process of them coming in here, sitting on this thing. And even if it was a mashup, like say you recorded an hour of it and you did little tiny mashups of it and you put together a 10 minute, like behind the scenes and then they open the the thing and then they go on and then it shuts off. Bus driver. And like, right. yeah. And interviewing those people would be <laughs> yeah. like I would I'd be like listening to that like crazy. So yeah. that could be your idea. It could be your own <laughs> podcast in here, That'd you know, be the behind cool. behind behind the scenes. Love podcast. it. Love it. Okay, so tell me um now that obviously things have are growing a yeah. lot more yeah. and and everything's getting exciting. Yep. What is it going to be just music in those three venues or are you moving to bars or anything local like that? So, uh, Rams had also yes. just bought, um, Blue Macaw, nice. Blue Macaw, which is a restaurant on Whitehead street. It's a great little place. And so, uh, Rams had also owns restaurants up North. And right. so they have all the, you know, experience and the knowledge and the marketing and the, this and the, that. And, um, we're hoping to make more like pre pre-show parties mm-hmm. or like night before because so many people have to drive down here they're in town the day yeah they're before not coming the for the one show and then leaving at 10 11 oh, yeah it's it's a lot of people staying overnight or right. for multiple nights or weekends and so we're trying to incorporate that into into the shows yeah. as well no that's um, great yeah what about a recording not studio but like um company Right, finding local talent mm-hmm. and working them up to coming here, and then working them out to wherever's next. There hasn't been any talk about that. Hopefully, I'm not. <laughs> we can we can always uh, pretend we didn't hear any of that stuff. I'm not getting any <laughs> winks, though. This is not she's not kicking me. I'm, That's not I'm her stoic kicking me. right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be cool. See, That'd all these cool. all these ideas I find out come to fruition. Yeah. I will take none of the credit. It's one about. it's one step at a time. It's making and something I. I really admire about Bill is that he is a perfectionist, but he believes in what he's doing. And so he isn't going to take on three other projects in this town until Mm. one is perfect and he'll see, he'll see it through. And, um, you know, the team we have right now is really small, but he really believes in all of us and he's bringing out the best in us. And, you know, that has a lot to do with Ramset now succeeding. And, and listen, that has a lot to say about him too, that oh, yeah. that he's not going to listen to this maybe, <laughs> and he's not it. sitting over there on the couch. And I can tell you have a lot of admiration for him um, yeah. as a boss and as a person. And that that's, listen, as an employee and mm-hmm. working for or with anybody, yeah. that's the one thing you want to totally. enjoy what you do and to work with people that give you freedom and creativity yeah. to learn and grow yourself right. instead of be like, cause sometimes when you hear someone's perfectionist, which I am in my own right for things sure. that sometimes they could be like, no, no, it's my way or the highway. Like mm-hmm. the 1990s phrases Yeah. instead of cool. This is the way I've done it. I want to hear how you do it mm-hmm. so that I can learn and grow because yeah. you're not, him you're not yeah. a man you're not his age you're not all these yep. things and it's important to to learn all of those different things and constantly yeah. be growing yep so and, that's uh, great hats off to him for that yeah it's amazing and you know we've had conversations because of course i'm younger than most people i work with but he's never seen that as a negative which right. is great and we've had 
conversations about it. And it's a great thing to not be held back because of your age or because of this huge age gap between yeah. you and your coworkers. Of and course. I love of that. Course. And that's, that's the tip for people listening out here. Like, why are we talking about this? It's because if you're running a business, mm -hmm. you, this is the way you treat people. This is the way you keep people. This is the way they stay um, and flourish and feed the business. Totally. And if you're working for someone and you're not getting any of these things, listen, there's nothing Take wrong with starting at ground zero somewhere else because yeah. This isn't the 80s or the 70s where like at 60 years old, you're going to die. Yeah. At 60, you got like almost that you're almost at halftime. Totally. So like, don't worry about any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. So what do we have up and coming? Uh, probably give me stuff a month out since this won't air probably okay. for a month. Um, let's see. October, we have, that's when things get busy because yeah. it's our first busy month of right. the year. We Our kickoff of the new season is October 1st. So October 3rd, we have Anders Osborne. He's a New Orleans guy. Mm -hmm. We love our New Orleans musicians. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's here October 3rd. We have a show October 5th. And then a cool one is um, a Tom Petty tribute band. Nice. Because Everybody loves Tom Petty. Of course. Rest in peace. Poor Tom Petty. But <sighs> his music is so good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, our next big one would be the Almond Bats Band at yes. Sunset Green event. I saw on. That. that will be cool. Um, everybody loves the Almond Brothers. Right, and right. It's uh, their, their, you know. And the weather. I mean, like we were just talking about this today is the littlest bit of degrees in the morning and the evening cooler I'm yeah. starting to feel. Yeah, Which to come October <laughs> and that time it's of year be being on better. the green, being outside, mm -hmm. it's just going to be magical be down here. Wonderful. Yeah. So um, what about Fantasy Fest? Do you collaborate with them or do you like shut down during times of that? It is so difficult to pull people off the streets to I come to a concert. So. Of course, there are people who aren't out there shaking their booties and right. like going to these parties. Right, but um, if they're spending a thousand dollars a night, hell yeah, and they're here. Down. But if they're here, they're usually for that. They're not <laughs> yeah, they're like, why exactly. am I spending a thousand at the Holiday Inn? And yeah, I'm not here for that. Right. So we do. Uh, we have one show on October twentieth, which is, I believe, the Monday mm -hmm. of Fantasy Fest, and it's um, the Robert Randolph band mm -hmm. and and the family band they came twice before and did really well so we're hoping that people come out to the show um we're not going to set our expectations super super high right. um, but do you ever think of collaborating with we've got the keys or or fantasy they, fest they i believe in the past have had events here during that week right. not music events right and um, you don't want to have parties. a big party here with things getting trashed and all that well we do have dirty doctors and naughty nurses oh. which is a fantasy fest party and um, when is that um i like this the 25th or something or 26th yes. okay, that's the 26th then right. that's um a rental so those people are renting the venue having their party through the qs theater i can only imagine you can look it up online. We don't need to go we into that. We don't need deals. to go into that. Right. Uh, and then Key West Burlesque does some great uh, burlesque shows that week as well. Oh, that's so cool. So we kind of leave the venue open for that sort of thing rather right. than music. Yeah, um, it makes sense because everyone wants to be outside bar hopping. Yeah. It's like such a, it's so out of my wheelhouse yeah. event wise because typically it's like, this big venue mm -hmm. and you either this from the corporate side, you're selling sponsorship and there's booths and there's all kinds of stuff going on. Yep. And with fantasy fest, it's like, well, we don't sell tickets mm -hmm. for anything unless yeah, there's small venues yep. like a bar and they sell in their own tickets. Yep. And then it's like, so everything's free for everybody to go to. And there's like a hundred different parties going on all over the place. Yeah. There are some major events that are happening, yeah. but it's like, 
it's a hodgepodge of, of totally. key wet key weird, which is yes. why we're here. Right? Yes. <laughs> okay, so where could people go to find out more? I'll put all this in the show notes, sure. but we could find out more about um, what you guys are doing here. Uh, for Ramshead stuff, you're going to want to go to QWestConcertSeries.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and there you're going to find your QS Theater shows, uh, Sunset Green and Amphitheater shows um, that Ramshead is putting on. Okay. As for QS Theater, you can go to the QSTheater.com. And there you'll find our shows put on by the QS Theater, by Ralph De Palma, um, other locals that are awesome, and also the Ramshead shows right. that are here. And you can purchase tickets online yeah. too right before and of course yeah. yeah and then at yeah. the door over here yep the lovely lady that was like go up the stairs and then, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> all right so before direct. we leave before we leave yeah there's a couple of questions i ask everybody oh cool which are what is your favorite event to attend my favorite event to attend within my job no in key west in key west yes um gosh I I loved last year the parade part. I went to a parade party. Okay. Um, so that not the walking parade, uh-huh. but like the big parade on Duval Street. A friend of mine had a party at point five, mm-hmm. so above nine one five. Nice. I heard that was the second time I heard that. Now, yeah, okay. it, was, it was really awesome. What about favorite place to go for happy hour? My favorite place to go for happy hour would either be Meloventure's Cafe because uh-huh. it's close by to my house. I can walk there with my dog and, and my now, boyfriend. What kind? Oh yeah, they, you know what? They do have great happy hour there. They do. Yeah, because I and they have great food happy hour as well. Oh my! And all uh, the weekly, craft it changes. beer you can. Yeah, like daily, it changes the mm-hmm. food deals and stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And I, I also love the Green Parrot. Maybe not. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know if they have happy hour prices, but for sound check around that happy hour time, yeah. it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. That's the second one I heard about that too. Going yeah. there for sound check at five, yeah. they're like, "We don't know if they have happy hour no drink idea. specials. They got that free <laughs> popcorn, so we're ready. Yeah. We're good with that." But sound and check cold and all beer. that's cool. Yeah. Okay, and then um, tell me um, where people can find out about as far as on social media and mm-hmm. websites and stuff like that. Yep. So we have um, a Facebook page for the QS Amphitheater yeah. now that we're managing it. We have a Facebook page for Ramshead uh-huh. and also a Facebook page for QS Theater. And Instagram for all that. I'll put Instagram all that in Instagram for all like of them. Okay, yep. Good. And we also have Twitter accounts. I'll put them in there in case you want to like, I'll have a little tweeting. It's actually. all automated. So I don't actually see any of it because yeah, it's yeah. all automated, it's like, hey, which welcome. is great. Come here. Yep. Okay. So um, what is your tip of the day? Tip of the day can be could be drink more kombucha. It could be um, I just got a new Apple Watch and I love it. It could be like I wear socks more because my feet stink. Anything. (laughs) My tip of the day is just to be kind. Be kind to everybody. Yes, it's just not a. It's not always the nicest world, and so I think this is a great island. Um, Everybody's kind for the most part, and keep on spreading it. I think that more people are kind just that kind people keep their mouth shut Mm -hmm. and mean people get loud. So my tip on top of that would be like, (laughs) just be loud about the nice things that happen. If someone does something nice, don't keep it to yourself. Let people know. Okay. Now, normally we end the show here. So those people that left early, you're missing out on the story on this place, what Mm. it was and what happened. Yes. Okay. 
So, and there's a little thing I didn't tell you earlier. So, yes. All right. So, blah, blah, blah. The building was built in the 1800s, the original building, yes. which I believe was 524, uh, 524 Eaton Street. This okay. is 512 Eaton Street now. Okay. So, the building was built. It was a church. Um, and, you know, they had these people come down from the Northeast, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And... They started bringing in more people for their church and for their following. And this man who was a preacher had a wife. Mm -hmm. And the wife found out that the preacher was finagling around with another woman Mm -hmm. who was a school teacher in the church. Mm. So she was like, you know, so upset about this. And she ended up, long story short, locking the husband and the school teacher and the children in the building, setting it on fire. The whole building. Whole building. So this whole building, but it didn't burn to the ground. It burnt to the ground. So then they rebuilt it in the 1800s. Very soon after, okay, yeah. rebuilt it. Um, I believe it became a church again. There's some history in there that's just kind of dark. Like I don't, I don't know what went on. But then it became Club Chameleon. Oh. In the mid to late 90s, I believe. Which I have some pictures upstairs I can show you. Okay. But it was Club Chameleon, so it was like a dance hall and like a party place yeah it's a little bit unclear i've i've tried to do a lot of research on it but it's a little unclear so then it was dark like the building was dark closed nothing going on until tap johnson and right the key west theater came to be right now if you get freaked out by all that the good news is this this is where i come in the good news is (laughs) yes it may have been a church yes people may have turned to ash (laughs) But then it became a church again, and then all that holy water and all that stuff oh cleansed God, it. Yeah. Blessed. And blessed it <laughs> so that it moved on to be a debauchery lounge of partying. Uh-huh. And then from there went to what it is now, which is yeah. beautiful and wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> and it's taken off into beautifulness. Yeah. Now, I should insert in here like a like a crying, someone crying in the back. <laughs> I've like only had one with, ghost experience. Which was? Come on. I was the last one in the building after a show in the backstage listening room, and I went upstairs to make sure everything was locked down, and uh, I heard someone go, ah, and I turned around, and there was no one there, and I said, who's still here? Dead silence, nothing, and then I hear it again as I'm running oh down the God. hallway. <sighs> what time was this? Probably 11 at night. It oh, wasn't no. even that late. Yeah, but it's I late just, enough. It's late enough, yeah. and it's dark enough, right. and so I... Hopped on my bike and pedaled home. Oh my and- god! In the bike though, you're like riding that bike, and you're like, oh, "Who's there? I can't go fast enough on this bike." <laughs> oh my god! Well, listen, Bree, it was great talking to you. Me too. Thank you so much for all this insight. Yeah. Listen, if you uh, left early, you missed out. That's all Big I gotta time. say. So thanks again, and uh, appreciate it. Absolutely. Hi, everyone. One last thing before you go. If you can, please leave a comment and rate the podcast in any of the apps that you listen to us in. It'll mean the world to us. That's it. Have a great day. Bye.